Hello everyone and welcome to Locked On Flames. The Flames take game one of the Battle of Alberta in a 9-6 win. Where, oh where, do we even start when it comes to this game recap? Find out on today's episode of Locked On Flames. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everyone? I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. Thank you so much for making Locked On Flames your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your favorite podcasts, and we are also free 99 on YouTube as well. I cannot even begin to explain how chaotic and perfect that game was. Uh, if you are tuning in right as this episode drops, um, I, why are, number one, why are you awake? Number two, thanks for hanging out. <laughs> I'm currently recording this at 1.24 in the morning and I could not be happier to talk hockey. I am quite jazzed after that game. What on earth? <laughs> was that a 9-2-6 win if you listened or watched Tuesday's episode rather you would know that Brett said he could not get the 9-6 or 9-5 game out of his head and now I think I'm gonna ask him for some lottery numbers or something too might as well right so the game starts by the flame with the flame scoring two goals in 51 seconds and that set a new record for the fastest two goals scored in playoff history. Fantastic, right? Just, just another um, thing for the hit Flames history books this season. Am I right? And then, <laughs> and then Brett Ritchie scored on them. That's how I knew that this game was going to be one chaotic mess. Simply because Brett Ritchie scored. Like, if you let Brett Ritchie score on you, you should have to, like, buy everyone in the arena dinner or something like you might you should just forfeit the game to be entirely honest Mike Smith gets pulled and then um the crowd starts chanting we want Smith we want Smith and it was just it was funny and then I think another really funny part was Brady Kachuk just vibing in the stands he is truly an icon and has been just the best part of this postseason run (laughs) and you know the inevitable McDavid goal happens like everyone knew that it was eventually coming because it's the Oilers and it's Connor McDavid so you know they start to get their little they start to get their feet underneath them and they start this whole little comeback thing and then Zach Hyman scores First of all, (laughs) Zach Hyman, this is the same Zach Hyman that disappeared year after year after year after year in Toronto during the playoffs. So, like, he used to be my number one target when the Bruins would play the Leafs because he, he would just go, he would ghost, he'd go ghost, he'd vanish. And it was like clockwork, except tonight, he goes out there and scores back to back goals. I don't know what it is. I, I, I don't. Something is in the Alberta water. I'm telling you. And then, you know, it was great to see uh, Blake Coleman score back-to-back goals as well. I 
was very pleased to see him score a goal. Uh, I tweeted, uh, we're one goal away from me eating a whole jar of pickles. If you don't know, Blake Coleman's nickname is Pickles. But I was very impressed with that. I think that secondary scoring truly shined through tonight, and that is exactly what the Flames needed. It was kind of gone last series, and they needed some sort of refresher, something to liven up the series, or liven up their offense, rather, and they did that. And then Matthew Kachuk happened, okay? Matthew Kachuk has a hat trick in this game, and people were very confused about why that second goal was allowed, because he wasn't, when the penalties were assessed, he wasn't going to be the first one out. Oliver Shillington should have been the first one out, right? But then there's a rule. There's a whole rule that I had no idea um, existed. I don't think a lot of people knew it existed, but Elliot Friedman ended up uh, tweeting it, and so did a lot of other people, but this is just the one that I saw in my timeline. Uh, Flames can declare when penalties are assessed who will leave the box first, and they chose Kachuk, which makes so much sense because no shade to Oliver Shillington by any means, but you want Matthew Kachuk out on the ice first. You want him back out on the ice the fastest, right? Like, over another player. There was just so much happening during this game that I was freaking out, taking my notes. I was like, how am I going to do this game justice? How is that even possible? And, you know, of course, the red lot was closed tonight because of all the high danger wins. And I hope everyone's safe. It looked um, like people were still out down on the red mile and everything. So I'm, I'm glad that you guys were still able to go out and watch this game at a bar or a restaurant, wherever you may be, because that was so exciting. Uh, you know, my whole timeline was just everyone freaking out and I was watching it. And <laughs> uh, my boyfriend had come out of his, out of the office uh, at the start of the second period, I think. And yeah, it was when the flames didn't score. And he was like, in the Flames couldn't buy a goal at that point. And I was like, Bradley, go back into the other room. <laughs> go back. The Flames were playing better. And uh, no, he didn't. But, you know, it was just so fun to watch and the atmosphere in the Saddle Dome. I'm glad that the Oilers fans, though, didn't get entirely blown out because at least they paid good money for good entertainment. You know, I think that that's always... Uh, a good way to look at this because there's nothing I hate more than going to a hockey game, paying, and watching my team get their butts kicked. It's like I just wasted three hours of my life and like 200 bucks. <laughs> but coming up next, we're going to talk about the highs and lows of the game. But first, let me share a delicious snack with you. You guys know that I love talking about my built bars and you know that I enjoy them as well. Well, let me talk to you about brownie batter puffs. If you love brownies like me, you absolutely need to get your hands on brownie uh, brownie batter puffs. There's literally nothing I love more than making brownies and like scooping the frost, uh, scooping the 
batter out of the bowl at the end and just licking. Oh, so good. Well, Built Bar has this new creation for you that tastes exactly like that. And that deliciousness, this sweet chocolatey goodness, but it's good for you. It is uh, a protein bar. It's a protein bar. Protein, marshmallow-infused protein. How incredible is that? 140 calories with 17 grams of protein and only 7 grams of sugar. Brownie batter puffs are the perfect pick-me-up for any day. All Built Puffs are covered in 100% chocolate, and that means that with Built, you can eat healthy and enjoy doing it. There's nothing I hate more than when people say, well, like, I'm eating healthy, so, like, I have to be really careful about my sweets. No, you don't. Get yourself some Built Bars, some Built Puffs. Head on over to built.com today and use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your order at built.com. Thank you all so much for following along. Um, I've noticed we've, <laughs> we've grown a little bit here since the playoffs have started, and I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, we're, we're a little small market family here, so <laughs> it's nice to expand and well it, the olive the not the olive branch the family tree is growing so um you can follow me on twitter at just belmosto or if you're more interested in following along with the show's twitter feed it's lo underscore flames pod do we want to start with the good news or the bad news i say we just get the negativity right out of the way how, how does that sound okay good but jacob markstrom was rather shaky tonight. Six goals on 28 shots. That's not good. That's not good. That was really bad. Really bad. And that's not like the Jacob Markstrom we saw against Dallas. So I don't know what happened there. Could it just be a little bit of regression? Maybe. Could he have just played a bad night? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, could he be injured? Probably. Everyone's dinged up at this point in the season. But let's not speculate. Because <laughs> the Oilers' goaltending didn't exist either. Uh, and I think that Markstrom is one of those players that has a bad game. And just like Daryl Sutter's mentality, he is quick on to the next. It, it happened. You have to leave it behind. And you just you move on. That's how you get better. You don't dwell on things. You can look back and say, okay, this is like when you're watching the film and say, okay, that's where I went wrong. This was a clear weak side. They, they can read me like a book here. I need to be better. Boom. And fix it. And I think that's one of the strong suits, uh, strong traits of Jacob Markstrom and why I really like him as a goaltender, but also having him on the flames. I think that it's a great benefit there. I saw a lot of people calling for Vladar to go in. Don't get me wrong. I love Darth Darth Vader, Darth Vladar. And I think that if it was a regular season game, of course, he probably would have been in there after the, you know, fifth goal. But this is the playoffs. Dan Vladar made his playoff debut in the, or made his NHL debut in the bubble and allowed like six goals. When the, when the Bruins had already allowed like five. So it was not a good start. I don't think that Dan Vladar is a very seasoned goalie to be coming into the playoffs. 
I just think that he is a good backup to have. He is there, but I really don't think that Markstrom was ever going to be pulled. One, I don't think Sutter would have done it. He doesn't really like pulling goalies. And two, Markstrom wasn't going to have that happen. And, you know, there have been times where Markstrom's gotten pulled this season and he didn't really bounce back quickly the next game. So maybe this was just a way for him to ride that momentum and then, you know, come back on Friday and say, okay, I, I did this. I, I rounded out the game, didn't allow another goal. This is like just to have that confidence because sometimes you just need to stick it out. You really just have to suck it up and stick it out and get through it because that's life, unfortunately. But on a much brighter note, I think we can all laugh at Evander Kane and laugh at how much of a personal hell this series is going to be for him. There, there are very good chirpers in this league, right? And a lot of them, sometimes they don't go too personal. You know, they, they're not like below the belt hits or anything like that. But Matthew Kachuk tonight asked Evander Kane if he needed some money and did the little hand gesture. If you're watching on YouTube, I just did it. And I, just, my jaw hit the floor. I was like, what is happening? I felt like I was like watching mean girls and I was like oh my god like they just really said that but it was great I think that there are some people who need to be chirped for their personal life decisions and Evander Kane is certainly one of them uh, as well as Tony D'Angelo who was called a racist uh he, like Brad Marchand screamed down the ice you're a racist you're a racist um down the ice to Tony D'Angelo so you know I, those are the two biggest like scumbags in the league, and I think that it's perfect, perfect opportunity too. You might as well say it. Everyone's thinking it, so just go ahead and say it. Am I right? Yes, I am. But then Shillington was laughing at at um, Patrick Kane. Nope, Evander Kane as well in the penalty box. Like uh, Kane and Kachuk are like trying to go back and forth. And Kane's like trying to chirp at him, and Matthew's like, I, "I feel, I feel bad for you. I'm sorry, bud." And then you know, Shillington's just laughing, and, and no one takes Evander Kane seriously. Even Evander Kane doesn't take himself seriously because when he, when Luch was trying to throw down with him, he like backed up. He just ripped Luch's helmet off, and Luch was ready to drop. He literally dropped the gloves, and then he's like, "Oh no, it's okay, it's okay." Pick on someone your own size, okay? We know that you get off on talking horribly to women and threatening them with deadly weapons. This is the NHL, honey. Look around. Everyone out there wants to fight you. Your own teammates probably want to fight you. But I am ready <laughs> for this team to play all the mind games on Vander Kane. I think that's exactly what they're going to do. And that's how they're going to get, uh, you know, that man advantage because Kane's going to get a little like a little too rough. And they're going to say, 
to the box and then the flames have the man advantage and will take advantage of that. <laughs> they actually scored a power play goal tonight, which I thought was kind of impressive. I'm not even going to lie. I was considering how flat their power play fell last series. I was very um, shocked and I, I didn't write who scored it, but I want to say it was Coleman. It was Matthew Kachuk's first goal of the night. So, oh, yeah, that's right. That's because that, obviously, that was the goal with the rule. Sorry, it's almost 2 a.m. <laughs> My brain is fried, but I just, I am so, like, I want to go watch that game again. I am enthralled <laughs> with what went down. It was, it, that made, like, perfect reality TV. I want to see, like, the post-game quotes I want to see what game two brings. I want to see if someone asks Kachuk, like, you know, um, what 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 were those words, you know, you exchanged with, with Evander Kane out there, you know? What did he have to say? I want to see all the soap operas. Who cares about the hockey? I want to see all the soap operas right now. But Battle of Alberta is off to a fantastic start, and... If you love hockey, this is the series to be watching. And this is a great series to bring in some new fans. So if you're watching with a friend or, you know, you have a friend who maybe thinks they like hockey, bring them to us. Let them watch the Battle of Alberta and let them fall in love with this sport that is ever so chaotic <laughs> but coming up next I have your flames of the game and before we do that though I do just want to take a quick break to talk about bet online as always please bet responsibly when you are betting on sports um but our partners at bet online continue to be the number one source for all of your sports betting needs and sports info Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued number one source for all of your sports wagering information. From live betting to playoffs, esports, and more, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. I really didn't know where to start for this recap because obviously normally I do quick game recap and takeaway and then my segment of <laughs> we talk stat of the game and then we have our flames of the flame of the game or you know something else that happened and I I was so nervous that this game was never like it was just gonna be a bloodbath that I would have to just talk about that for 30 minutes. But thankfully, I didn't have to harp on the negative tonight because the Flames were able to pull out a 9-6 win and I have your Flames of the game. <laughs> Number one being Brady Kachuk. He is living his best life following this little playoff um, family bandwagon around. I love it. <laughs> He's there with his girlfriend, his sister, and Keith. And I, I think his mom's there. But... Oh my god, he, he had a beer in one hand and two Bud Lights in his back pockets. He is just, hot Brady Summer is just fantastic. 
I think everyone's here for it, whether you're a fan of the Kachucks, the Senators, or not. Like, you just, you have to love it. He has such a fun personality. Uh, he didn't take a child and put him on his shoulders tonight, but I don't think he could do that with all the beer in his hand anyways. But he is just having so much fun. And it, it's fun to watch because you don't normally see players show their personality like that. But I guess that's what happens when you come from such a fun, loving, hockey breeding. Um, no, uh, hockey breathing family. You know, you just eat, sleep, and hockey, right? And he's been the Flames' good luck charm. And Taryn, okay? Taryn Kachuk is like a sophomore at UVA. Or is she a freshman? I think she's just finished her freshman year. Regardless, um, she in, she's having the time of her life. She's bopping along next to Keith. And <laughs> she tried to get uh, him to throw his hat during uh, after Matthew's hat trick. And he was like, no, 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 no. And it was a nice looking hat. And it's not like that man is struggling with money to to not go out and buy another one. But I guess when you're bald, you might want you might want the hat. You might want it. <laughs> but uh, speaking of Kachucks, Matthew Kachuk with the hat trick tonight uh, is my other flame of the game. 19 minutes on ice. The only forward who had more minutes than him uh, was Elias Lindholm. And he actually led the team with eight shots on goal. I thought that he had a fantastic game tonight, considering how quiet of a series he had offensively against Dallas. I'll take it. I think that he played very well. I liked what we saw from him, and I'm hoping that we see more of that. And Blake Pickles Coleman with a two-goal night. And a strong performance all around. I have no issue with with Blake Coleman. <laughs> uh, there was talk tonight on his contract and how it's like going to age poorly and people are like, we're skeptical of it or skeptical of it when he signed it. And there were very few people that I saw skeptical of it. And like, yeah, I get it, but it's free agency. They're going to sign like those really weird long-term deals um, that don't make sense. But considering what Blake Coleman has brought to this team and the uh, non-tangibles, I think that it is perfect. I think that he is a perfect fit for this team. He was brought to this team to help in moments like this, on the ice and off the ice. And <laughs> you, you can't ask for much more. And I'm so happy that Blake Coleman is is a flame. I'm so happy. And, you know, and you another again the secondary scoring coming through with a two goal performance just from him alone so it's some good stuff there and coming up on friday's show we will have a uh preview of game two any updates maybe on chris tanev and some we'll talk more about the post game quotes and whatever storylines are out there tonight uh have a good night. It is currently <laughs> quarter of two in the morning and I'm so happy. Like I just I just want to talk. Just want to talk more hockey with you. So uh I will see you all on Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to Lockdown Flames wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can subscribe to us on YouTube and leave a nice little rating and review and comment wherever 
you are tuning in to this show and I will see you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.